0: Hey podcast friends, are you or someone you know in need of some custom college gear? Prep Sportswear carries a wide variety of college fan gear and apparel, including t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, and so much more. So whether you're getting ready to go to the game, hanging out on campus, organizing a college bed decorating party, or you're simply looking to build upon your college gear, Prep Sportswear has you covered. Check out our Prep Sportswear affiliate partnership link in the show notes for all the details. As an affiliate partner with Prep Sportswear, the podcast does receive a small commission if you make a purchase, but rest assured that we would only promote products that we believe in and feel that would benefit our listeners. And now, back to the show. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce you today, Brianna Montecalvo, who's an admissions advisor at the University of Rhode Island. Brianna, hello and welcome. How are you today?
1: I'm well. Thanks so much for having me today. Excited to be here.
0: It is our pleasure, so Brianna, let's get right to it. Why don't you tell us what is it about the University of Rhode Island that makes it so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend?
1: The University of Rhode Island, it's it's such a special place. You're going to the largest school in the smallest state in the country with so many big opportunities <laughs> for students. Whether it's through 90 majors, 8 degree granting colleges, there's something for everyone, which is what I think is one of the best parts. So at URI, you don't necessarily know what you have to do in the future. You can come and explore all the different options that we have and then find your interest and your passions, and we'll meet you where you're at to give you these really cool opportunities. I'd be remiss if I didn't speak about our location. We're on the southern coast of the state of Rhode Island, and so really being only 10 minutes away from our local beaches is such an incredible opportunity for students in the warmest of Septembers or in the coldest of Januaries for a snowstorm. <laughs> Our students will go there and go to the beach no matter what the weather, and it's just a nice stress relief um, and just really fun for them to have that location. It's really easy to access anywhere in New England. We're about an hour and a half from Boston, two and a half hours from New York City, and we do have an Amtrak station that's less than a mile down the road that the university provides transportation to and from, so students can take that train and explore on the weekends and, and really see New England and, and have such an amazing time. Uh, we have definitely some really interesting and unique majors that are really um, specific for our students. We have this fantastic interdisciplinary neuroscience major that allows students per- to pursue disciplines in pharmacy, health sciences, or even um, the College of the Environment and Life Sciences. So it's one of our newer programs We've also really invested a lot in our students and in our campus community. We've invested over $975 million in campus infrastructure and capital improvements over the last 10, 12 years. And so there's a lot going on. One of our, our newest academic buildings, our College of Engineering, spans mileage and acres on campus. And it's just such an incredible building to have on our campus for engineering students, new fitness facilities, new residence halls. So things are always changing and evolving. And so URI is just a really exciting place to be for students that are are thinking about that college decision process.
0: Well, it sounds like a great place. And I know so many students that are there currently and have been there in the past mm-hmm. and they have nothing but great things to say about the University of Rhode Island. So, so excited to have you here and to hear more Thanks. about it. Thank you so much, so, Brianna, tell us how many applications do you review a year and do you represent a specific region?
1: Absolutely. So, we have um, about that- 13 to, to 15 professional staff admission counselors in our office, and we all have different territories that we manage in specific regions. And so, my main territory that I review are both Nassau and Suffolk counties on Long Island. Um, and so, I have a couple of high schools in the state of Rhode Island as well. And so, those are the populations that I mainly review in terms of the applications that we receive. Every year it's so different, but it's um, usually a couple thousand in terms for me personally from those Nassau and Suffolk counties on Long Long Island. The the Long Island students love the, the beach. It's very similar vibe to their home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And Brianna, are you seeing an increase of overall applications? And if so, what adjustments have been made in the overall admissions process?
1: Absolutely. So year after year, these past few years, we've been so fortunate throughout the pandemic that we've actually seen record number of college applications to the University of Rhode Island year after year. And and we know how lucky we are for that. And we think that's just a testament to URI in such a special place that that is. And so learning how um, to pivot and to work with that, um, and things have changed in our admission process over the last few years. We um, formerly were a test required institution, now we're test optional, so our admission review process um, adapted for that as well. And so we really learned um, and really look at the student as a holistic student, and we really take the time to review each student's application individually. And so we begin our review process usually in October, November, um, and then we go really into the end of March. And so it is a a couple month, a a few month rather process, um, but we're really looking at those students as an individual.
0: And what is the average profile of the current freshman class in terms of GPA and any other related data you collect, such as SAT or ACT scores?
1: Absolutely. And so we use that middle 50% profile. And so The middle 50% of our our admitted students are falling around a 3.3 GPA to that 3.9, 4.0. And so that means, of course, about 25% of those students fall a little bit below there, about 25% fall a little above there. Um, If students are submitting test scores, they're usually coming in that middle 50% range for SATs of an 1170 to about a 1320. Um, or around a 28 ACT. So those are those averages that we see in terms of that middle 50% for those incoming student profiles. We've actually been seeing some consistency with that from year to year.
0: And Brianna, do you use the student's high school GPA as indicated on their transcript, or do you recalculate the GPA using your own metrics? If so, what do you look at from a student's academic record, and how do you evaluate them overall?
1: Absolutely. Great question. And so at URI, we do recalculate students' GPAs, but all students on an even playing field. And the courses that we are looking at are those five core academic courses. So your English, math, social science, natural science, and foreign language. And so any student that takes courses in those five different academic areas, those courses will be recalculated to get their recalculated GPA. We do give additional credit or weight, if you will, to those students that have taken honors classes, advanced placement courses, dual enrollment. If they've done any courses at, at those levels, we do uh, provide additional weight to that. The reason we recalculate is, you know, some schools do provide weight for those courses and some schools don't. And so that way it really gives us, okay, this is what a true 3.5 GPA is coming in. And so we've been able to see a lot of success with that.
0: Understood. And we appreciate that insight. And Brianna, if a prospective student falls a little below the current freshman class's average, what are some of the things that they can do to enhance their overall application?
1: Absolutely. So if you're working with a student and then that happens, I really recommend that um, you work with them and making sure they have a strong senior year. So senior year is where we'll really see those grades and those courses, recommend them taking challenging courses, not just some courses that are a couple free periods here and there, but courses that could strengthen their overall, overall profile as an um, as an applicant, whether that be even challenging themselves with honors or advanced placement courses, just to show that effort that's that's happening. Um, Because we will look at senior year grades throughout the admission process, um, especially for those students that fall a little below those profiles, we may request mid-year grades and mid-year grades means that first semester of senior year. And so having that really strong senior year will be really important for those students.
0: Understood. And thank you so much for that, Brianna. And I was curious, does your school accept AP, IB, or SAT subject tests?
1: Yeah. So at URI, we are pretty transfer credit friendly, as we like to say. And so we do most college credits that students achieve in high school transfer to their time during um, their time at URI rather. And so we're really looking at those courses and advanced placement courses IB courses at the higher level or dual enrollment courses, courses that are taken at a local college or university during high school hours in the summertime or or whatnot. And so for those dual enrollment classes, it's typically about a a C in the class or higher advanced placement courses around a three or higher IB courses around a five or better. And so I always say around because it depends on their major and, and the course that they're taking. <laughs> but, but to give you an idea, those are those baseline numbers for students. And many of our students are coming in with a good amount of credits. They work with their summer advisors during orientation to make sure they're not taking the same courses they already took in high school. And so many of our students are graduating in three years because of that. Wow. Or those students are able to stay the full four years um, and pick up two majors and two minors or really specialize in their academic program. So URI gives them those flexible academic opportunities that we think is really important.
0: Well, I appreciate that insight. Thank you so much. And I know that the University of Rhode Island, there's two ways basically to apply, which is early action and regular decision. So Early action is non-binding, and if you apply as such, the entire application is due for the University of Rhode Island December 1st. Are there any benefits, Brianna, in applying early action, such as more scholarship opportunities?
1: Absolutely, and you hit the nail on the head there. And so we really recommend all students apply by December 1st because, one, you get your admission decision earlier. And so if you apply by December 1st, you usually get an update from us by the middle of January, As you mentioned, we do have a regular decision deadline of February 1st. Those students, um, that's a rolling decision um, deadline, but those students might not hear back until the end of March. So it gives them more time at their decision. And I always say, more information is power, and it gives you those opportunities (laughs) to take a look. December 1st is extremely critical for those students interested in nursing, pharmacy, engineering, business, as well as music therapy. Um, And so in terms of those majors, that is an extremely important deadline to be aware of. Um, But as you said, in terms of merit scholarships, those that apply by December 1st um, actually receive the highest consideration for merit scholarship awards that we do have. We do have university and presidential merit scholarship awards, and you find out if you've been offered one of those scholarships at the point of admission. So you find out if you've been admitted and been offered merit scholarship at the same time. Additionally, we have two wonderful scholars programs, the Thomas M. Ryan Scholars Program, as well as the Alfred J. Varechia Scholars Program. And those are full tuition scholarships for students, top wow. to bottom, tip to tail, as they say. And so that <laughs> en- encompasses tuition, room and board, a uh, winter break study abroad trip, FaceTime with the donors, career development. So it's so much more than just um, free tuition and some of our it's a cohort program. And so some of our current scholars are doing some amazing things, working with some really cool companies um, and some really great mentorship is happening. And so I think the biggest thing to note by applying by December 1st, that's your application to URI and your scholarship application. So there's nothing additional that a student has to do to be considered for a merit scholarship in terms of submitting application materials. If a student has a 3.2 GPA, um, in high school, they are eligible for a merit scholarship. And so if they hit that requirement, we'll review their application for admission and a merit scholarship as well.
0: Well, that's great insight, Brianna, and thank you so much. I was curious because I know the University of Rhode Island is in fact test optional. However, if a student does not choose to submit their SAT or ACT scores with their application, how does that influence merit scholarships or financial aid?
1: Uh, great question. It actually doesn't. And so We are test optional across the board. And so test optional to us means test optional no matter what major that you're applying into. Um, And so if you choose to submit test scores with your application, they will be considered in terms of the admission review process. But no test scores are considered in the merit scholarship review process. And so it's another way to put all of our students on on a similar playing field, just like that recalculated GPA, but also with merit scholarships, which are such an important part of the college application process. And so knowing that, it's not part of that merit scholarship review process, just the admission process. So students have that opportunity to make a choice on, on what's best fit for them, and it's always just a personal choice there.
0: Oh, we appreciate that. And another piece of the application, of course, is the college essay. What advice would you offer students in terms of preparing for the college essay?
1: Absolutely. And that's the big big one, right? The college essay that (laughs) is on so many students' minds, probably starting their junior year, if I had to think. And so... I always tell students, we get so many different pieces of your application. We know how you do in school. We know the activities that you're involved with. We hear your glowing letters of recommendation. But really, what else can you share with us? We want to get to know you more. And we want to know what makes you, you and how you could be such a special member of our community. And so I always say, use that time to brag about yourself, use that time (laughs) to talk about yourself, or if you're really passionate about sustainability, or if you are really passionate about the media and whatnot, use that space to talk about you, yourself, um, and how using those prompts or using that open-ended essay to just talk a little bit more about how you can become a valued member of our community and what makes you so special, um, because we get those other pieces of your application. We see you're an all-star in math, or we see that you love football. And so, really, just targeting what what else can we learn about you in this process?
0: I want to welcome back Sean Patel who is the founder and CEO of Prep Expert. He's a Shark Tank entrepreneur making a deal with Mark Cuban back in 2016 and he's also a board certified dermatologist who received a perfect score on his SAT. Sean, welcome back. How you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, John. So I just wanted to share with all your listeners real quick that we have an amazing partnership with the College Admissions Process podcast, and we have a really special offer for all of your listeners. So for any listener who wants to enroll their student into one of our prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one tutoring programs, you can get 30% off just for being a listener of the College Admissions Process Podcast. All you need to do is put in the promo code college talk, one word, just college talk, and that'll give you 30% off all Prep Expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one on one tutoring packages. Make sure you use the link in the show notes of the College Admissions Process Podcast.
0: Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, as an affiliate partner with Prep Expert, I want to be transparent with you that for every purchase made using our coupon code, which is College Talk, the College Admissions Process Podcast will receive a small commission from Prep Expert. But rest assured that we only promote programs that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. So whether you're preparing for the SAT, ACT, or need a one on one tutor, Prep Expert has the tools and expertise to help you. For more information, please see the Prep Expert affiliate partnership link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Well, that's great insight and great advice. Thank you again, Brianna. And of course, a student's activity sheet, another piece of the overall application. What are the kinds of things you're looking for beyond the work they completed in the classroom?
1: Absolutely. It's just ways um, that students are interested and involved and really what their passions are. And so some students think that they need to have a multi-page activity sheet, and some students (laughs) do, and that's amazing. But if you have one really or a couple really deep passions and you put in time work across the board um, and we really want to see that and so we see that you've really dedicated yourself to service work or we see that you've really loved your time in student government we take into consideration the amount of hours the amount of years you've put into that And so sometimes quantity isn't always quality, um, and sometimes it is, depending on the student. And so we know students have so many different interests and they should absolutely pursue those. But no, don't always think you have to check a box um, for the college application process. Do something that you really enjoy because it will come through and you're working towards the future. And so if you really enjoy those things, you can pursue them at your college or university. And so there are a lot of options there. Um, And I know that's always a a big question. So hopefully that eases some anxieties there.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it has, Brianna. Thank you so much. And I was also curious, do you offer any services for students that had an IEP while in high school? And if so, could you just elaborate on those programs?
1: Absolutely. And so at URI, we have our office, our Disability Access and Inclusion Office. And there they can provide students with any accommodations they might need both in and outside of the classroom. And so for those students that might have had an IEP in high school, they can actually work with our DAI office as we call them um, before the application process even begins because we understand that having those services are instrumental in you having success in the classroom. And so we wanna be a part of that. And so prospective students can work with that office admitted students can, and students that um, have enrolled with us. And so during whatever phase of the application process you're in, you can work with them. They offer many different services. Um, They could offer extra time taking tests, a quieter area to take those tests. Maybe you need a note taker in class. Whatever those services might be, they can provide them to students. And as I mentioned, they also provide those accommodations outside of the classroom. And so those accommodations could be housing accommodations, maybe a student needs a single bedroom, Uh, dietary needs, maybe they have dietary restrictions and they work with our dining services office, Uh, or accessibility needs, getting around campus, utilizing our RAM van to make sure you're getting to class and back and wherever else you might need to go around campus. So that office is pretty all-encompassing of that. Um, And we're really fortunate to have such amazing campus partners to work with students during this process before they might have even applied to make sure that URI would be a great fit for them.
0: Well, those sound like tremendous resources for students. Brianna, by the way, I'm going to put the Office of Undergraduate Admissions link into the show notes. If there are any other links that you want to share with students and their parents, please send them to me, and I'll make sure to provide them in the show notes. Thank you so much. What about students aspiring to play sports in college? What advice do you have for prospective student athletes in terms of making their intentions to play known?
1: Absolutely. And so, at URI, we are a Division 1 athletic school. Majority of our teams play in the Atlantic 10 conference, and so we do have Division 1 sports, we do have club sports, and we do have uh, intramurals. And so, if a student is looking to play a Division 1 sport, that's what I say usually get in touch with our our athletic department pretty early on. So even if you have any inclination of perhaps playing football, um, baseball, basketball, whatever it might be, to get in contact with us early, there is an inquiry form on our website for prospective athletes to fill out. And so I'll send you that link so you can add it to the show notes Great, for, for the viewers. And so that allows the coaches to know that you're interested um, in playing with us. And so then they can attend, whether it's a meet, whether it's a tournament, um, you can kind of get on their radar and you can have that mutual interest there. And so that's what I always say is the best first step for a student athlete to get in contact. If you are interested in playing at the at the club sport level, that's not necessarily a recruited um, sport, if you will. Um, and so, when you come to campus that first week, we have a wonderful event called Roadie Fest. Where all clubs and organizations, as well as club sports and intramural sports, will have tables at. And you can inquire if you want to play on the rugby team, if you want to play on the lacrosse team. Uh, our lacrosse team made it all the way um, to the Great. finals this year for <laughs> the CSIC championships. So we're really proud of that. Um, and so you have opportunities to decide when you get to URI if you want to continue those interests or not. And so um, those are, the diff- I'd say, the biggest difference between the D1 recruiting process and joining a club sport team uh and additionally with intramurals that's just fun for students to have on campus um and so they can sign up for those um every pretty much semester if they'd like and so if you were a volleyball player and you love playing volleyball but you don't want to play at the division one level there is still opportunities for you to be a student athlete at URI and participate on the intramural level and just have some fun with your classmates
0: Well, we really appreciate that, Brianna, and of course, all the insight and your time today. So in conclusion, Brianna, what are the top three pieces of advice you would give a student and their parents who are getting ready for the college admissions process?
1: So my first piece of advice would be to breathe
0: (laughs) because
1: (laughs) it can be such a stressful and something that weighs on the student and on the family and whole Um, At URI, we understand um, as a student, you might be the first in your family to go to college. You might be the first child in your family to go to college, or you could be the last. And so we know that it can be a really intense process. And so to relax and to reach out to us for support, that's what we're here for. We're here to serve students. And so we really want to be a partner with this, with all of our students that are interested in URI. Um, and we work with them to, to help find what's gonna be the best fit for them. And so whether it's connecting one-on-one at URI, we offer individual one-on-one Zoom sessions to connect with students, we offer opportunities for you to contact us via phone, via email. And we also uh, have a lot of pre-recorded content on our website. And so even though we're we are slowly moving past this pandemic world um, we're still offering many virtual events because we find it's been very helpful for students and families to, to tune in, to, to learn a little bit more, and to help them relax and, and breathe, if you will, um, about the college application process, uh, about financial aid and those, those big important things that we think students really need assistance with. And so if you can't tune into a live virtual session we're offering, take a deep breath and, and check it out on your own time with our pre-recorded content. And so really, the biggest thing is to utilize your resources to assist you through this process. Uh, The second thing that I would recommend is to be very mindful of deadlines. And so you might have a, a good amount of colleges and universities that you're considering or that you're applying to, and they all have different deadlines, and it's all overwhelming, and it can be confusing. And so having, I always recommend a spreadsheet, a notebook, something where you can track different deadlines. So For example, our big application deadline, as I said, is December 1st. Our financial aid forms are due by March 1st. And by May 1st, that's that enrollment and housing deposit deadline that we operate by at URI. And so knowing that other schools might not also follow all the same deadlines, I think it's really important for students and their families to be really mindful of them so they have the most opportunities forward to be put forward for them. And to really understand, like, okay, this is the URI week, this might be another school week, and, and so on, to make them really set up for success. And the last thing that I would recommend would really be to visit the campuses that you're so interested in applying to that, that you could see yourself at. Because everything can look so amazing on paper, and, but you need to get yourself to the campus to really see if you can see yourself here. Everything might align on paper, but then you go and you're like, wait, this isn't what I thought this campus was. Or it could be like, I feel like I'm at home. I feel really welcomed here. And so by visiting a campus and having that campus visit experience, it really allows you to walk around campus, learn from student ambassadors who I think are the biggest sell in this college application process. I could be on here for three hours talking about the coolest (laughs) thing in the world. And I always say five minutes with a student is worth that tenfold. (laughs) And so our students really do a wonderful job at being authentic and, and showing what it means to be a roadie ram at URI. And so I always tell students, visit your campuses, visit in the application process when you're deciding if a school is a good fit for you. And then when you decide that it is, great, wait for your application decision to come out. If you are admitted, return to campus for an admitted student event or return to campus um, in the springtime when students are in session to really see what the campus community is like, to chat with other students. And so you can really see, can I picture myself moving in here in September? Can I picture myself hanging out on the quad with my friends on a really nice day? Um, can I see myself going to a campus like URI that has all four seasons, which I think is one of the most amazing parts, you get a little bit of everything at URI. And so really visiting those schools and universities and being able to, to feel if it's a good fit for you is is so important as well. So So those are my top three pieces to relax and breathe. Um, to be mindful of deadlines and the differences that each schools have in terms of them and to really visit campus and have that open mindset on, on how this place feels for you and can you see yourself there.
0: Well, those are great pieces of advice and tremendous insight. I'm so grateful because I know it's helping so many students and their parents. Brianna, can't thank you enough for being here today. We hope to have you back again soon. You are awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: This was fun. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the college admissions process podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing
2: you on the next episode of The Cap.